This week on Business and Burgers, we head to one of Seattle's favorite eateries, The Skillet. Scott tells me he's heard of Chef Nick's famous fried chicken sandwich. Sitting down with us is Lee Rhodes, founder of Glassy Baby. Lee started Glassy Baby during her third battle with cancer. She found peace while gazing at the beauty of a candle flickering in a hand-blown glass votive. Feeling inspired, Lee embarked on a mission to spread hope to cancer patients worldwide. Today, Glassy Baby has become a booming business, and Lee was recently named Entrepreneur Magazine's Entrepreneur of the Year. And she's raised over $5 million for charity. So stay tuned for Lee's inspiring story. That's next, right here on Business and Burgers. I work as a professional mountain guide, and the Surface Pro 4 allows me to actually operate my business from Everest. I help clients achieve their dreams. This is that peak that we climbed. Being able to go between having a laptop and having a tablet is really important to me. I couldn't do that with my Mac. I love that we as humans can go to the top of the world. I've summited Everest six times. It's the durability, the reliability. It's incredible. I'm Alan Taylor. My buddy Scott Duffy and I are in search of the best burger in America. Each month we visit a new city to try some of the top restaurants, pubs, and brew houses while sitting down for a candid conversation with some of the top entrepreneurs, athletes, entertainers, and celebrities. I don't know about you, but I love talking business over a burger. Welcome to Business and Burgers. back in Seattle to try another tasty Pacific Northwest creation at Skillet Diners. Chef Nick Novella, executive chef at Skillet Diners, is proud to be part of the culture of the food that has been developed here. And Scott and I just can't wait to try one of his famous creations. Lee Rhodes joins us to talk about the exponential growth of her company, Glassy Baby. Lee is the first woman to ever receive Entrepreneur Magazine's prestigious Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And for good reason, Lee's focus is on doing good. A three-time cancer survivor, Lee uses her business as a means to raise money for charities that help people, animals, and the earth heal. She wants to bring hope to those who are ill and help them to heal. Aside from all the good that comes from Glassy Baby, Lee's business has been wildly successful with multiple hot shops popping up all around the Seattle area. I am so fired up today for, for, for this burger and to introduce you to Lee Rhodes. So I, every time I come to Seattle, my friends are always telling me about Glassy Baby and all of your killer products. I see them everywhere. And so, Lee, Alan, Alan, Lee Rhodes. Good to meet you. So, what we do here on Business and Burgers is we're looking for the secret sauce, as we say, for a successful business. And we've seen that you've had a real nice success going right now with all of what you're doing. And the philanthropy that you're doing also, it has a meaning for you. So, we're hoping that you can share with us some of your secret sauce. Uh, absolutely. How did you get started? Well, um, I dropped the tea light into a little vessel that someone had hand-blown at my house, and it lit up, and we're kind of in the mecca of American glass blowing here with Dale Tehuli and yes. Phil Chuck School and a lot of glass blowers living here. So I went around town and had more made, and eventually we came up with a shape, which is the iconic glass movie shape with a little bit of ice in the bottom. We opened our own studio in 2004 right here near Green Lake, and then we moved to Madrona in 2007, and we've been there making them ever since. So a lot of things are going to happen from a lady 
that started in her kitchen <laughs> to becoming a national company to an international company. And not just a national company, Entrepreneur Magazine's Company of the Year. Wow. <laughs> First woman. First woman. Yeah. Wow. That, that even, even better, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it just seems silly. Uh, no, I love it. This whole philanthropy part of what you do, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I know that it means a lot to you personally. Well, when Glassway started, I was going through um, cancer treatment, and so I would be in um, chemotherapy rooms and seeing a lot of people who didn't have what I had. They couldn't pay for parking. They couldn't pay for good food or anyone to sit there with them. And it was eye-opening for me that everyone didn't have the same resources to heal and get well that I did and right. do. At the same time that I dropped a tea light into that little vessel, um, they kind of came together because what that tea light in that vessel represented to me was 30 seconds of taking a really deep breath and finding kind of a calm in my body and my spirit. Well, tell me about how you got the name Glassy Baby. I think the name Glassy Baby exemplifies the entire company because what happened was we had this little glasses that we were making and all of my friends are having babies, so we call them Glassy Baby. And people would light them at their house uh, for me when I was sick and then spread them around to all their friends and family. And so the Glassy Baby name stuck. What business would you say that you're in? Are you in the candle business? Because it seems like you create happiness, and that's part of what your yeah. business is also. Yeah, I think we're experiential business, but I think we're uniquely situated in that we're retail because you have to buy it, but you can't buy the experience you're going to have with it, and it just is an enhancement, and it makes life better in every way, having a glassy baby. That is awesome. Lunch is served. Lunch nice. is here. Skillet is very meat-centric, my kind of place. So Chef Nick whipped up something special for our vegetarian friend Lee, an heirloom tomato burger with fresh spinach, caramelized fennel, and onions on a vegan potato bun. For Scott and I, Chef Nick brought us one of Skillet's signatures, the fried chicken sandwich. Fennel-crusted fried chicken thighs topped with charred pickles, jalapeno, aioli, and kale on a vegan potato bun. I can see why Chef Nick constantly has to fend off people from trying to steal his recipe. This is insane! The fried chicken thighs are antibiotic and hormone-free, which speaks to the ideals of the people behind Skillet. Skillet is part of the Eat Local movement that has been spreading across the country. The food Nick creates is driven by heritage and sustainable farms. As Chef Nick likes to say, at Skillet, they keep it fresh and made with love from source to plate. Well, now that the food's here, time to dig in. Let's do it. Yum, this looks amazing. Into that. <laughs> here she goes. Here she, here goes. she goes. Very brave. That, that looks, looks delicious. It's really too big. <laughs> it's really too big. Right. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's heavenly. <laughs> I want to know about you being an entrepreneur and more about the philanthropy. And, I mean, how much things have changed since you started out in your kitchen there. Because... We're talking some big numbers here. I didn't wasn't planning on starting a business, so it kind of just happened. Right. And the glassy baby itself, giving anyone and everyone that thirty seconds or an entire evening of right. calm and kind of a wonderful place to be and thing to be around, um, all naturally happened. Mm. Now we grow thirty percent a year, and now we're going to be close to twenty million in revenue this year, and that's wow. all, that, that means so two million dollars awesome. in giving. Wow. And I think that as those giving numbers begin to grow, we're at five million. Almost 200000 to date. When you started the company, um, first of all, did you know that you wanted to be in that business? Or is that something that just kind of happened by accident? Oh, it all happened by accident. I, wouldn't even, I don't even know how to define what this business is. We're in the business of helping 
people figure out what it is that makes them feel better and them heal. Their ability to use something as a language. I mean, Glassy Baby, they all have names and they all have stories. It's all handmade. They're all handmade. They're all handmade. It takes four glass blowers, nine minutes to meet each Glassy Baby. Wow. And every one of them is unique, even if they're the same color and name, are totally different when you put a tea light in them. What we didn't anticipate was how we would become a language for people. So it's easier to say congratulations or celebrate with a glassy baby than it is to kind of come up with your own words. We celebrate the little moments in life and lighting a glassy baby or giving someone a glassy baby and then having them light it makes them think of you. They remember who gave it to them and when and why. And so there are little impacts and moments in people's lives, but that have enormous impacts. Right. Impact, Scott. That's right. So we were talking to one of our friends, Noah. And he always says, start with impact and income will come later. It's interesting, in, in an age-old business of glass blowing and candle making, and now you have to meld that with technology in order to stay in connection with your businesses. Talk about that a little bit. Oh, well, we use Skype and we use uh, traditional telephone and lots of texting. We collaborate best um, when we communicate well. But I think in terms of collaboration, most of us are women at Classy Baby. I think that beyond the vision, I count on everyone's collaboration and strategy and uh, the growth, where we should go to open new stores. Women all over look up to you as, <laughs> as a hero. Talk to us about some of the, the challenges that you may face as a female entrepreneur and how you overcome those. I think as women, we generally have 17 things to do during the day. And I know even in my household, my husband has a job and he's so supportive and kind to me, but he has a job that he goes to. And I have a job I go to in the morning, but I also have children and the refrigerator that's empty and got to figure out what we're going to make for dinner. Are the dogs walked? And I think that women need to, number one, kind of give themselves a break that everything's not going to be perfect. Bad hair all the time. (laughs) Mostly, no has always meant yes for me. So every single time I've... That's a good one. She's an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Every single time I've asked for something and people have said no, I think that must be a really good idea. Because it seems hard. And in a man's world, which, you know, they like to put everything in a box, organize, shuffle, move on. Women, we like everything a little more fluid. Oh, really? Maybe we'll add that in. Maybe we won't. And I think so no to me means, wow, that must be hard. That must be a hard concept or challenging that somebody hasn't really thought of before. Everyone has said no to us from the beginning. You can't sell one thing. You can't make any, sell anything made in America. You can't give 10% of revenue away. And I don't think anyone else in the world does, so I'm not recommending it. For us, it's just been every single time we run into an obstacle and people say, no, that won't work, or you're not going to be able to make that happen. That, to me, means, especially as a woman, like, okay... That means I better figure out how to make it work. So we're constantly doing that as women. So let me get this clear. Do you give 10% of gross revenue away? Not yes. just 10% of the net profit. No. We wow. never use the word profit. Wow. Wow. I mean, you talk about the word impact. Yeah, that, that went over my impact. head. And where does that money go? So immediately the cash register, we take it, and it goes into um, something called the White Light Fund, which is our 501c3. And from there, we give it all over. We basically give it to anyone that asks. I like uncompensated cancer care. I like to pay for people's parking. I like to pay for their chemo, food, whatever they need. It's Or something that pay for something that might hinder them from getting to treatment. That's what I found a lot of when I was in treatment. So that's my pet, but we give to animals. We give to anything that really that would help people heal. That's really kind of our... 
again, it's, it's hard to understand a person like you that is so driven from the heart because you're a business person. Absolutely. Your Super story is, yeah, it's, it's unfolding. Every time we pull away another layer, there's more heart, which I love. I love that about you. But do you think it is because you are driven from compassion? What would you say is your driving force? I think that the driving force is every single day we wake up and I remember I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones. Every single day, I just feel a certain responsibility towards making sure that everyone feels that same place in themselves that I get to feel every day. And gratitude. Gratitude and kindness and fulfillment. For women out there, where are some good places to go to find role models and mentors? Mostly, you should just follow the things you love, as in all of life, like buy the stocks of the stuff you buy. <laughs> and I think that... Um, Go find the people that are doing things you love. A woman, Gretchen Mather, started Gretchen's, of course, here in Seattle. It was the first delivery lunch anywhere, and I think she was kind of at the beginning of it. She really helped me out. I was at the point of not wanting to continue with Glassy Babies. This is very early on, and she said, yes, you are. You're crazy. You're on something completely unique. She knew early on that Glassy Baby was going to be something bigger than me. So. You seem to be so driven by purpose. Is there one core value that drives you? Everything needs to be authentic for me. I really appreciate people telling me exactly what they think. I really appreciate waking up every day feeling that luckiness, but I authentically feel that. Every single day I feel lucky. I, mean, I don't care if uh, if giving away $5 million is probably five times more than I've ever made a Classy Baby. We come up with something that's important. It is real, and I think that is what's important to me, staying authentic and real and I think it will make a difference. It's hard to find something more powerful than that. And what is the biggest advantage that women entrepreneurs have today? They have the advantage of still always being thought of as someone that they people feel sorry for and say, oh, well, maybe next time. It's a great way to be. I mean, always kind of always shooting above your pay grade is great, and I think women do it every day. It's great to be a woman and have the opportunity to continue to disprove things that have already been proven. And um, doing it as a woman shouldn't matter at all in 2016, but the fact that it does uh, makes it all that more powerful. At the end of your life, what do you want people to say about Lee Rhodes? I hope people remember that you can make a difference, and it, even if it doesn't make any sense at all, you know, 10% of revenue is not something that should work anywhere. Well, Lee, what I think I like about you best of all is you truly are authentic, oh, and it's you. a beautiful thing to see. I want to. I, I want to actually. Thank you. you. You are so cool. I just want to come give you a hug. <laughs> it's always refreshing to meet someone like Lee, who is driven by compassion and by the desire to help others. So here's some food for thought. Don't underestimate the small things in life. For a glowing candle in a colored glass can have an enormous impact. Communication is key to good collaboration. Pursue the things you love, and the money will follow. Next time on Business and Burgers, we return to Skillet to try another one of Chef Nick's signature burgers. Joining us is Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon. Warren was already a respected NFL champion, but he knew he had to plan for life beyond football. So he turned his love of baking into a thriving business, W. Moon's Chocolate Chippery. It was such a success, he sold the chippery to Mrs. Fields in the 1980s. Warren went on to become a sports commentator as well as a philanthropist. With the Crescent Moon Foundation, giving in-need children the resources to complete their education. All this and more next time on Business and Burgers.
Check out more episodes of Business and Burgers and our B&B blog at our website, businessandburgers.com. And don't forget, visit Business and Burgers on Facebook and give us a big thumbs up. We'll see you next time right here on Business and Burgers.